What's up, everybody? It's Caleb here. Welcome to We Should Jam Some Time, episode 85. We are very excited about this episode today. It's our first guest from, not from Canada, not from Southern Ontario, but from the United Kingdom. We're talking to Isla today. Such a weird incident how this whole thing came up. It's the power of the internet, this episode. Uh, And it's really amazing. Man, this is one of the most fun I've had, and I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, which is really good. But we had a really great time on this podcast. I think you're going to hear it come through. Those guys are hilarious. Uh, but we talked for like another hour and a half uh, after the episode. They're super funny. Um, we're definitely going to have them back again. I'm very excited for where this relationship takes us. Uh, quickly becoming one of my favorite rock bands right now, Isla. They're absolutely incredible. I'm not going to take up any more of your time, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, yeah, check, episode check 85. Hi. Caleb, I love you with all my heart, but you are not a talent. These guys put a pot smoking Ottawa band on the litter or test. Best podcast ever. All right, we should jam some time, episode 85. This is a very, very exciting episode because these are our first guests that are not, not only not from Canada, not from our general vicinity. Of Southern Ontario. Everybody, please welcome Isla. Hey guys. Yes. How you guys? Right. <laughs> Sick. All Mike the way Jack. from the UK. It's 3 p.m. for us, it's 8 p.m. for them. So I really appreciate uh, you guys doing this. So good. I'm sure it's not that late, I guess, nah, but nah, you know, right. whatever. So yeah, good. it's just early for it's, us. It's I actually very, got up like five very minutes early ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, just to get started, why don't you guys just introduce yourselves real quick, maybe say what you do, and, and we'll go from there. Sure. Um, my name's Ed. I'm the lead singer and guitarist. I'm Andy. I'm the bassist. Uh, I'm Jed, and I'm the drummer. Perfect. Right on. This is actually not that this matters, and maybe not a fun thing to say, but I've only ever met one Jed in my my whole life, and you. I've only known you for about thirty five seconds, but you're already <laughs> much more normal than he was. He's, <laughs> he's one of my he's one of my best friends, and I love him dearly. But he is a strange dude. <laughs> I'm gonna send this to him. <laughs> you're you're helping out the track record of Jed. So. Yeah, good. <laughs> right on. Well, I appreciate you guys doing this. I think uh, we might as well just kind of start. If you guys want to, maybe just run us through the origins of the band and uh, kind of how you guys got started, and we'll we'll go from there. You can take artistic liberties too. You can make yourself sound way cooler yeah. than you really are. Yeah, we're not most people do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, we'll need a lot of that, I think, to make ourselves sound cooler than we are. Which is uh. But yeah. Um, we all met when we were at uni, uh, at university or college, I guess, for you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, so we were all studying music. Um, and then I approached Andy because I needed a bass player. And then um, <clears throat> it's kind of, our band's kind of gone through a lot of ups and downs. Like we originally were a four piece who played uh, indie music. And then uh, some members left and, uh, you know, did started to do their own thing. Another drummer of our, a drummer who used to drum before Jed, he joined a band who are doing pretty well now. Not that we're bitter or anything like that, you know, we're still doing okay. <laughs> but, um, he, um, but yeah, so then Jed joined and now we're like turned into this kind of rock band because it's the say that all the music that we like and listen to it. So it's the music that we've kind of started to play now. But yeah, it's going well. Like it's started to, we've definitely found our sound and found our groove I think and starting to pick up and look up for us which is good so yeah that's it really 
Yeah, that's awesome. I was going to ask because I was I was going through the Spotify again today and uh, I've really only listened to Let's Talk and Don't Love Me a lot. And I was wondering, there is like kind of a clear shift and musical direction between the other two songs that you guys have up there. And like what was kind of, I guess, what was the catalyst for that switch between going from kind of like an indie rock vibe to this kind of like cool stoner rock thing you guys got going on now? Um. <clears throat> Well, to be honest, I think it was because we all like that music and I've always wanted to write music like that. And I think the members in the band before, we had to compromise quite a lot on kind of the style and what we wanted to write. Whereas now we all listen and enjoy that style of music. So it kind of, and also it's just kind of what comes naturally to all three of us as well. So it, whenever we write something, that's just, it. this sound just comes out. So um I think it was like leaving the compromise behind and then joining, you know, starting to do this with with these two, which is which was nice and it's a good good place to be at now. But yeah, there is a bit of a <laughs> there's a bit of a shift. Yeah, you're right. There is a bit <laughs> of a shift. For sure. But, yeah. For the better, I think. Yeah. Or like, you know, it's 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 a very it's it's a popular genre here for sure, like the heavy um I mean like like Royal Blood, uh, Queens of the Stone Age like stoner kind of sound. Is there a big scene for it in the UK right now too? Uh, I, I guess it's um, very much so. So we're all in Brighton, uh, which is like a seaside town in um, or city in England. And there's very much a scene for that here. So like you just said, Royal Blood, they're like a band from Brighton, uh, similar with a band called Demob Happy, um, who are like that kind of like vintage stonery kind of sound like mixed with the rock yeah there's loads of other like bands similar to our size and bigger like coming out in the scene as well and there's like there's definitely an audience for that especially here in brighton and it just sort of it just comes naturally especially like just with the, the like how it is in brighton just like the scenery and the kind of people that are about it, it all like ed said it just comes naturally compared to like when we were like felt like we were forcing other another genre out yeah, it's it's tough when you're like that that compromise of it's always frustrating when you you're writing a song and you have a vision for it and there's somebody in the band that's fighting against that. It's hard to it's hard to just it, it you you still might get like a good song out of it, but it's just hard to when you're playing it and stuff to have that same like emotion and shit yeah. when you're, yeah, when man. you're playing it out of the same stuff. page for one genre. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it totally makes a difference in the way that we, I mean, we haven't done much performing, obviously, recently, um, but, uh, like, it d- makes such a difference, you know, like, you get excited about writing songs, and you get excited about playing together, and getting into a rehearsal room with each other, whereas before it, towards the end, it started to seem like a bit of a chore, do you know what I mean, like, it started to, started to kind of slow down, and it was just not really working, but it's kind of, I mean, I don't want to get. I don't want to get cheesy, but I'll get cheesy right from the start, so we can get you know, so we can move on. Yeah, yeah get out of the um, way. But, um, but in a way, that, like this is like a ble- like a blessing in disguise. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it just shows that hard work pays off as well because you know we could have easily all just gone, oh, fuck this, we're not doing this anymore. We're gonna do something else." But we we kept with it and we carried on, and you know we've got some pretty impressive things to show for it, which is which is what, what we do it for and why we do it. So it's, you know, it's, it's good. And 
I, I mean, I speak for myself, but I'm really happy in this band. And it would be a bit embarrassing if on this podcast, there were, one person was like, oh, no, I'm not actually. I thought I'd take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd take this platform <laughs> to tell you that I'm fucking going. So I'd be like, all right, thanks. <laughs> Cheers, guys. But yeah. But no, it's, um, but yeah, it's good. Like we're all in a good place. The only thing we miss is gigging um at the moment like we're just carrying on with getting all the bandmen done like just everything like all the paperwork all the like um artwork for singles like all the stuff that we'd forget to do if we were busy playing live like we're just getting all that sorted now so when we do get back to playing live we can just hit the ground running and get on with it <laughs> so but yeah yeah it's a lot i find it's a lot easier to kind of write when you're, I mean, like, it's almost a given to write that kind of music when you're into that kind of music, right? It's, it's easier rather than trying to, you know, well, what would someone that likes indie rock want to hear? And then writing that song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sure these last two efforts kind of wrote themselves a little easier than anything else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Let's Talk, that was when we brought it to our producers, um, they caught, sort of came for a pre-prod session just to listen to like what we had. And we knew he wanted to record um, Don't Love Me because we'd had that for a couple months at that point. And then, then we were just showing them what else they had. And at the time, Let's Talk had been like we had, we'd started writing it and like started and finished pretty much within like two rehearsals. And it had been like a week since we started writing it. And they were like, yeah, that one's ready to go. So it it kind of stuff like that shows that this really like, is coming natural to us and it it suits us three together absolutely well i can actually that's perfect kind of how this whole relationship started was a buddy of ours found let's talk and sent it to me which is like pretty pretty normal for josh will always send us like like music that it's like how did you find this band and it's usually good shit but when he sent this to me he said hey man i just found this song it rips and i was like okay cool and i remember i just had it on my phone and i clicked play and then i was immediately like well i need to go find a fucking speaker to listen to this and i was like obsessed with it for like a month this was right before christmas and craig and i were getting back together to start this up again and i was like josh showed me this song and i think that we should do this new segment where we just like promote a, like a smaller band and he's like yeah for sure and i played the song for craig and he was like absolutely <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the song so i guess just to get to the point instead of just you know pumping your tires for five minutes <laughs> it just, it, it's a great song the groove is amazing and uh also just the guitar tones like that's where you get out my heart are those kind of stoner rock queens mm -hmm. of the stone age guitar tones which definitely definitely helped but it's just kind of amazing the process of like oh this is the kind of song that we have not maybe expecting much of it. People love it. And then the magic of the internet brings it across the world. Yeah, man. It's pretty fucking special. I mean, we, when, yeah, we're, yeah, when we're rich yeah. and famous, we're going to have to get Josh a present, I think. Or, and, and, yeah. <laughs> and you guys too. Well, it's, it's pretty, Do you know what I mean? It's pretty nuts how like, because I mean, when, when you put out a song and you're checking like the Spotify uh, stats or whatever. It's like, oh, we've got a listen in Guatemala or something like that. It's just like, oh, yeah. like we had a listen in from from London, Ontario. Oh, that's weird. And then they actually go out of their way to message you. Yeah. Like, I'm is that is that a weird a weird thing to happen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is weird, but it's nice. It's a nice weird. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it it like you say. It just it goes to show how powerful it is. Uh, not the music, like how powerful the internet is and how powerful it is to get your music out there. And like, you know, 
how many people it can potentially reach. Like we're talking to you on the other side of the world and we're, you know, and this only, this happened because your friend Josh was like, yo, listen to this song. And like, that's all it takes. And that's, you know, and it's mad. Like, it, but it's a nice weird, it is weird. It's weird as- Yeah, yeah it like gives me hope. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, mate- That was it, like, without like, we, we joke about Ed being- old a lot but that was probably the most like boomery thing he said like wow the internet's so crazy you can talk to people in america and yeah, canada man. mate i'm only just i'm only just start i'm only just starting to get to grips with the internet so do you know what i mean it's yeah it's taken me a while <laughs> i actually i can feel you there i actually just got tiktok the other day oh, mostly mate. just so i could defend myself from this guy yeah, He's roasting yeah, yeah. me on TikTok all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I feel you there. I've, I was, I was getting a little bit out of touch there for a little while. Yeah, man. We've, yeah, we've. Rec- Ed, do you want to tell them your relationship we've- with TikTok? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there some complex story here? No, no, no. We've basically we got like we've had TikTok for ages, and I was very anti doing it. I was like, no, it's not cool. Like, why would we do it? It's not cool at all. It's just like full of kids and it's shit we're not gonna use it why would we use it and then like i read this thing and this this happens a lot with me like i uh, in the band especially like you know someone will say something like jed will say and i like something to do with you know like how to push something out or how to do something and i'll just go yeah i don't know about that we'll see we'll see and then like and but i'll just get swayed slowly i think it's like you know i like my my mind changes all the time so it's like, yeah, anyway, we had, um, we had the TikTok for ages and then um, we posted like three videos on there and I was just like, this is so shit, why are we using this? And then the other day I posted a video on there and like within like an hour or something, it had got like a hundred likes and I was like, ah, oh, shit, okay, that's pretty cool. And then like check back again, it was like 200 and something. I was like, fucking hell, what's going on? And then... It just kept going and going and going. And then it was, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, ridiculous numbers, but it was like over 500 likes and over two and a half thousand views or something like that. And I was like, okay, kind of works. And then I put, and then um, our manager, Meg, she, um, she was the one really pushing it for us. I think she was going like, you need to get on here because if you can find a way to kind of direct people from TikTok to your Spotify, to your Instagram. It's kind of a lucrative way of finding fans and finding people who want to listen to your music. And it's starting to like, you know, actually work. And safe to say, I've, sta- yeah. I've started to warm to it a bit, so. Yeah, it's it's a weird app because like we put out one TikTok and it was like a stupid bit about people smoking tobacco out of bongs <laughs> and that got like 60,000 hits. And then Julia, Caleb's girlfriend, posted up a video of making tiramisu, and it got twenty thousand hits. Yeah. Like it's in like, like two hours. Yeah, man. yeah it's like, what is going on on this fucking app, man? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense but, at all. And just trying to find like what you're saying, like that your stride in it. Like, what is your content going to be? Because I started TikTok only for this, just to passively put clips up. Like I was putting like no thought into it. And then that one like blew up and I was like, oh fuck, we should, <laughs> yeah. we should like maybe put more thought into this. <laughs> I think there's some, something going on here. Yeah, man. Well, this is the thing. Like I was, I did a bit of research about it and they, and um, 
everyone who uses it just says it's such a vol- volatile app. Like no one can really tie it down. Like there's no, you know, with like Facebook and Instagram, like there's a certain time to post. You need to use hashtags. You need to do this, you need to do that. I mean, the hashtag thing is kind of true with TikTok. Like you need to use the hashtags. But you could, I posted one at like, I don't know, like 9 a.m. in the morning. And, um, and then by like six o'clock, it was like, it had like three views and like two likes. And then all of a sudden it just started kicking off. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like my phone was just like, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. But um, we just put like demos on there. Like I'll be working on something and I'll just do like a little clip, like an intro of the, of a demo that we're working on or like, I mean, because it's, we've only really started like taking it seriously over the last few days. So um, and all the stuff we've put on seems to do quite well. So again, same as you, we're starting to take it a bit more seriously and put a bit more thought into it now. But yeah, it's um, it's so weird. Like everyone always just says there's no like clear way of using it. Like you could just put something random on and it just fall into the right thing at the right time and get like a million views and a million likes. Like no one can tie it down. So it's, and it just pushes it to so many people. It's ridiculous, but it's... I've used this term for everything, but TikTok's the fucking Wild West, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fucked. Yeah. Like, there's no... Like, the algorithm makes no sense to me. It just, like, somehow knows to send me piano videos and shit. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I've been on here for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. I think that's but. good, though, too, because I think it keeps, like, us all as creators on your toes, on our toes. Because, like, with Instagram, you can kind of start figuring out, like what you're going to be posting, like you said, when you're going to post it and you're going to kind of get the same results you always expect yeah. on it. And, uh, but with TikTok, it's like, like you said, it's like you throw a video up and you're like, Oh, that's not doing too well. And then it pops off or like, eventually you kind of like, all right, this content for us is running out. Let's try something different. And it like, doesn't matter if you try something and it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. You just try something else Yeah, and it doesn't like affect you really. I think the thing is as well, the thing that got me was when People say that you got to post videos on there. They say that you got to be like authentic. But then you think like, how authentic can you be when you're making a video? Do you know what I mean? Like you're actively making the video. So you can't be authentic. Yeah. When am I ever standing in my kitchen like this yeah. talking yeah, to yeah, myself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so that kind of confused me a little bit. Cause it was like, what am I supposed to act like, you know, like just kind of go like this, just kind of be like, Oh, yeah. do you know what like, I mean? Like, act oh, natural, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, never oh, oh, you were there the whole time. actually act the way you're good, you normally act, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think I think the thing with the music though, I mean, for you guys, because you've got, you know, you're like um, marketing out the podcast and promoting that and stuff. Um, that's great because you can just do that because you have like a thing. But with music, it's like, if you try and like shove it in people's faces, they kind of mm-hmm. don't want to listen because TikTok, from doing research about it, it says, you know, that TikTok's more about creating a, a musical moment for people to enjoy. So it's like mm. you want your song to be used as as a sound or like over on a challenge or like on something like that. So mm-hmm, that right. is the thing that I suck at the most is like thinking of challenges because I'm just like, I don't know. Like this is where my age comes into play, and I'm just like I don't have a fucking I I don't have a clue like what what to do. Yeah. All right, I've got a pitch for you. Go on, I've got a no, pitch go on, for go you. on, go on. This so could the, be good. So, go on. So the breakdown in Let's Talk is probably one of the heaviest fucking things I've heard 
Like pretty much all year, it's fucking heavy as shit. Yeah. I would say the best challenge that you could get is who can start the biggest mosh pit, the, the biggest one man mosh pit oh, in that's... their living room, two hour song. I think bad. that's I think that's the move. That is not a bad. that is a that is that's, that's not a bad. sick idea. Dude, we'll do the first we'll do the first duet. Yeah, yeah, Craig yeah. Craig and yeah. I will have a literal <laughs> fist fight in our live in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever has a bloody nose first. Yes. It'd be really interesting to see Ed do like a one man geriatric mosh pit in his front room to the Let's Talk breakdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're hoping that you get like the grandmas and shit of TikTok. Yeah, yeah. That was sick. <laughs> Do you know what, right? I want to clear something up now we're on here, okay? (laughs) These two take the piss out of me for being old, right? How old do you think I am? 25. Yeah, I would probably go 25, 26. How old are you two? Did I nail it? Yeah, yeah, perfect. How old did you think I am? I'd say about the same, maybe 24. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm 25. Craig's 25, I'm I'm 24. 24. Yeah. I'm actually getting nervous because I'm kind of an asshole with like my friends and like my bro- my brother's five years older than me and the drummer in my band is 28 and just all the time I'm a dick about how old he is. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, and I'm like, oh man, I'm coming up on 25 this year. Like I'm running at a time to be, to be an asshole. <laughs> That's the only time you, you really can only say that you're getting old when there's someone older than you in yeah. the room. That's the only appropriate time to say it. Yeah, man. But I mean... Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't think it's very, uh, it's very nice, and I don't think it's very fair. <laughs> You'll get over it. It's not. It's not nice at all. Uh, well, pisses how, me how off. How old are the other guys? Huh? Yeah, how old are you two? We need to know. Well, how old do you think we are? Andy will blow. Well, see, Andy will blow Andy's your all that mind. hair. So I would, I would have guessed like thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you're probably. Con- I would have guessed that Andy was the oldest. Yeah, one I would have definitely yeah. guessed that you're the oldest. I mean, I'm gonna have to go. I guess if you're younger, like maybe twenty-three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go tw- twenty-one, twenty-three for the both of you. Well, no, like, I'm gonna say Jed's nineteen. I'm gonna say he's a young buck. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I miss, I miss what you said. I'm so sorry. So what are you saying? Jed's twenty-one and I'm twenty-three. Yes. I'm say, I'm saying Jed's nineteen. Oh, <laughs> my call. Okay, wait. I want to change. Jed is twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going Jeopardy rules here. I've, I've actually got a parent slash guardian over there, just making sure that no one says anything fucking weird. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just off camera. <laughs> All right, reveal no, I am, it. I am 21. You're 21? I'm 22. 22. 22. Okay. Okay, okay sweet. All right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, you guys are pretty young, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's not like a fucking massive age difference, is it? It's like <laughs> no, three years. Not, okay, when, when I uh, I had like all the hair like Andy did like about two years ago, yeah. and people oh, yeah. used to think that I was like 30 years old, yeah. and it was like a compliment because I was 23. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then I shaved down and people thought that I was like 21. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, man? There's no, you can't get a handle on this shit. So, I mean, like I said, I mean, you're not the oldest looking one in the band. So, I mean, I wouldn't take it too personally. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's it. I, well, I hope, I hope that it all, like the drink and the drugs don't catch up with me. Do you know what I mean? All, all, in one, all at one time. I just all of a sudden just wake up and look like a bin bag full of trifle or something. Do you know what I mean? So it would be like, I don't know. It happened to Keith. Yeah. Like 78. Yeah. Just started looking fucking old. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, if you can make it to 78, I mean, you're doing No, okay. I mean 1978. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're By 1978, younger. he just turned 50 and was 50 <laughs> yeah. for 30 years. Well, every, every TikTok I post takes a year off. So do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. is I was like, am I too old for this fucking app? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah I thought that. There I is, thought that too. But then I was like, I have an excuse to be on here. Do you know what I mean? I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. And that's I have it. a reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I think uh, I I think even just like kind of being in like a rock band is it's it's kind of fun because in terms of like promotion because you really do have to be creative with how you're going to push your music out because it is you kind of have that niche to push to and how you can stand out you know it's not like a a mainstream genre of music anymore so you do have to be like how are we going to be creative and authentic and do something different that is going to help us stand out to then push our fucking distorted guitar (laughs) music (laughs) and stuff like i don't know what it's like for you guys over there like for uh, I know, like, I think on, or at least from what I've heard, that type of music is a little more popular uh, on on your side of the world than maybe it is for for us over here. But I know there's definitely it's pretty niche in in Canada for sure. Right. Mm. I mean, we're seeing in the UK a massive rock revival, like rock starting to get back into the charts over here and stuff. So it's starting to look up, and I f- I feel like the first band. I mean, well, pro- not. I mean, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but this is, in my eyes, the first band I thought to do it well were Royal Blood, really, because they had, like, you know, a good song in the charts. It's more rockier. Like, yes, it has the pop elements, um, so people, you know, so, which makes it more universal and more, and people, you know, can relate to it and stuff. But I'd say that that's probably the first kind of... The, like, that was, like, the start, I think. And now everyone's kind of cottoned on um and think and thought you know it's mm. not this underground thing anymore and it's not it doesn't have to be this niche thing and um i think there's a big thing surrounding it like you know that whole fr- i hate the fucking phrase selling out like I, I like i just i don't i feel like if you build your if you build your fan base on that and then you do sell out then fair enough but i don't really see the problem with it do you know what i mean like bands changed it's, it's, yeah it's just success yeah yeah like i we we have a friend that that was saying that they hated they they liked this band until they started putting bigger records out and i was yeah. like you, you hate them because they're being successful yeah that's it's it. not they're not selling out they're just they're just selling more yeah <laughs> yeah you know that's it that's it i mean like it's it's not selling out like you say it's just getting bigger and like when you get bigger you have like you know things change it's like if you played the same music from start from the start of your career to the end of your career you'd get nowhere you would do nothing and people would get bored like people might buy your first album and be like yeah that's sick that's really cool and then release album two and it's the exact same people will walk away they won't they won't want to know any more about it but like i mean we don't really know what the kind of we have ideas of what we think the future might be for the sound of Isla, but like at the moment, like we've just found our sound now and we haven't fully finished exploring it. So, you know, that's what we're going to be doing in the next year, the next few years to see what happens. But yeah, I just, I think in the UK, like it's become more acceptable for it to be in the charts and like, it's kind of dropped that whole underground, like, you know, um, selling out kind of vibe, like people are becoming more acceptable, uh, more accepting. Sorry of um, of rock music, and yeah, it's just cool. It's nice, and everyone, um, you know, people who you wouldn't think would like it, like turn around and go, like that's sick. Like even let's talk with that like heavy breakdown. Like I remember the first um, gig we played with Jed in March was um, at my hometown in my hometown um, Nottingham, which is. Um, 
I don't know if you ever heard of Nottingham before. Do you, have you ever heard of Robin Hood? <laughs> Robin Hood? Yeah. <laughs> L- like the like the character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's from Nottingham. That's where the story. Okay. Like, that's the story, isn't it? Like okay. Robin Hood and of Nottingham. <laughs> is Ro- <laughs> Just say it. Okay. Is, is, so is Robin Hood like Jesus, where like we don't know if he was real or not? <laughs> no, he was real. He was real. He was definitely real. He was real. He was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, he was. <laughs> if you say so, man. He was. He was. Google it. Google it. Also, like, Nottingham's not still like that. There's not still, like, guys in green leotards, like, firing arrows at people. <laughs> not interested. Yeah. There is on a, yeah, yeah, changed. There is we on were, a Friday. We're going to come, but not now. <laughs> there is on a Friday night. There is Dude, on rock Friday music's night. cool over there, but they don't like the green leotards, so <laughs> uh, no deal. We're out. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, played there. I forgot what my point was now. <laughs> I've re- I've yeah, <laughs> it was, I, we were talking uh, Breakdown and Let's Talk played oh, in yeah, non- yeah. Nottingham. Sorry, yeah. So we played our first gig with like the heaviest sound. And um, like my family came. And my, the first thing my mum said was like, she, like every, every, she was like, oh, she was like, it's a lot heavier, isn't it? It's a lot heavier. And I was like, yeah, it is. And she was like, mm, not sure if I like it. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, well, you know, you're not really the kind of the demographic we're yeah, after. That's almost like a sign of success. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. your parents don't like the music, yeah. you're doing the right thing. Yeah, man, that's it. Literally. But, yeah. um, <laughs> it was like everyone took a step back because they were used to like the indie sound. So everyone kind of got a bit close to the stage and then we started playing our first song and it was like, woof. And everyone was just like, Jesus Christ. And just like kind of <laughs> like step back a bit. But yeah, I mean, like, like Andy was saying, Brighton is you know, the kind of, the place to be for us, like for our sound. I don't think we do, well, I mean, I don't know if we do well anywhere else, but I, f- I feel like we're quite lucky to be where we are and the band that we are because it's quite an accepting music scene where we are, which is good. So, yeah. Well, if you're if you're talking geography already, I had this question kind of lined up for you. So when I, I've I've lived in a, in a house venue for a couple of years now, so we've had... Uh, bands from Canada, bands from the United States come play. And especially when I get American bands coming over, they kind of assume that Canadians just know every Canadian band. And I'm curious if that's the same case with you. And if so, I know a band from East Sussex called Amongst Liars. Do you know those guys? No. Amongst Liars. No, Amongst I can't liars. say I do. No, I don't know. Same Damn. thing. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing over there. What what kind of what kind of sound are they? They're I think they're a rock band as well. So I met Leo, uh, their guitar player, about two years ago, um, and uh, through through a band from here in Canada called Mesa, and uh, and I was like, how the fuck did you find these guys? <laughs> First off, and I I actually still don't know how, but uh, but I met him and he was a really good dude, and I followed that band ever since. But they're from East Sussex. I know that. And uh, I think you guys just got some BBC radio play as well, did you not? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I saw, I saw that they also did that. I think it was a few years back right. now. But uh, I figured, I don't know, maybe your, your paths across. East Sussex isn't that far away from you guys, is it? Um, it's the same county as us. So, like, it's quite a big, okay. yeah, it's quite a big county. But, I mean, yeah, it like the music scene here is quite small. Like, you always run into the same bands, don't you? <laughs> like it's always yeah it's always it's, yeah it's always the same well not it's not always the same but you know you get to know people very quickly put it that way yeah 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 it's yeah it's like loads and loads of different bands and different type of artists like all trying to play like 
the same like five venues because like right. yeah <laughs> although like, like brighton's like quite like a touristy and big place here in england but like the actual like town center of it is quite small and there's not like too many like venues that like like you know rock bands and stuff can play so you always like like ed was saying you always run into all the same people even even though it's quite a lot like you get to know them pretty quick because they're always all about yeah it sounds like we have the same problems <laughs> yeah well, we have like a weird so like we're from london ontario and it's kind of craig and i come from two different walks of life and we met because the london scene is kind of divided by uh i came to london to go to school for this music production uh, program and that's where I met my band and everything and then Craig comes from the side of London where he grew up here and so there's like bands from London that are from London and then there's bands like us who were just formed in London and there's like this weird there's rivalry like, yeah, there's like <laughs> a wall between between the 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 music students and the music just like from the ground up here in London, it's like it's it's strange, and it, I'm, we try to break that down as much as we can. Yeah, Craig and I are <laughs> now. That's our goal is to break. That. <laughs> we still get fist fights every <laughs> now. <and then. laughs> it, it just it it becomes this thing where so on from my side like we finally start getting gigs and then you kind of have to like prove yourself to these guys who have been playing house venues and, and shows that like call the office and stuff for since they were in high school. So guys like me who came from a small town are like, this is my first show. This is cool. This is really fun. <laughs> and, and then we're like, no one gives a fuck what yeah, you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, kid, I had my first show 13 years ago. <laughs> but, but then you get to like, there's also really cool opportunities in London with like, um, with the music hall here where you get to open for some really cool bands and stuff like that. I guess my point of that being is there are a lot of bands and different musicians from uh from like this area and from the we call it the 401 run if you just run down this highway like there's so many bands from like toronto and hamilton and everything and like it kind of does become like a huge scene but then finding that niche of bands where you can play especially as like a rock band where you can play these rock shows mm. you know if you're in an indie rock band you're laughing like there's so many indie <laughs> yeah, rock bands if you're from like a in a hard rock band it's hard to kind of find those shows where like you totally make sense on mm. and you can like grow your base in that i guess was my point in that whole <laughs> diatribe yeah. well yeah it's a, that there's there's like this gigantic scene that is the music scene but then there's all these sub scenes of like especially with the rock bands like these heavy rock bands where it's like yeah, like there's a music scene and we've got like 30 venues, but oh, you're a hard rock band? Well, you got three options. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got yeah. Call the Office, <laughs> Rum Runners, and I don't know. That might be it, actually. That might be <laughs> it, actually, <laughs> yeah. Too, yeah. Now that I think about it. Well, there's the tavern, I guess. Yeah. 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 Pretty rough going there, though. <laughs> You're really selling it to his lads. You're really selling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. Your, what's your diviest venue? <laughs> oh, man. Well, our diviest venue unfortunately closed down. I think, well... It wasn't really a dive, but it was like a nice dive. Do you know what I mean? Like you wanted to be there. I, yeah, we yeah. totally know. Yeah, that's what all of our yeah, good yeah, venues yeah. are. <laughs> is that Sticky yeah, Mike's? Man. It was called Sticky Mike's Frog Sticky, Bar. Sticky Mike's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticky Mike's Frog yeah. Bar. There's a lot of Sticky Dude. Mike's at Call the Office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a mate. This, yeah. The floor in there. Like if you went in there, like at the by the end of the night. You would like you'd walk and you'd leave your shoes behind the floor with that sticky on a set. Oh god! And it was That's like, like Rum Runners gets that way sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was amazing though. Like we played, uh, we we. It's a funny story actually. Nothing to do with us, but it just seemed to. 
play out that what whenever we played a show at a place they'd close down like a month after we played there so <laughs> yeah. we, it's, it's all always in like ed's hometown of nottingham yeah. like we, we're, we're never going to be able to play the same venue twice yeah, yeah. this this uh, podcast is doomed yo, no. <laughs> yeah good luck boys they tell us 40 minutes in they're bad yeah, yeah. yeah by yeah, the yeah. way by the way we're a we're a bit of a curse <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah the harbinger of yeah. death when it comes yeah. to venues and podcasts yeah. but um dude that's hilarious but yeah like we we're quite lucky i think in brighton because all the venues here like there's not they're not like specific to genres, like they're all quite versatile venues. So they're, they're not like, you you know, you don't have like, in a way it's kind of a shame, like not not that it's all kind of segregated into genres, but like, um, I think it's a shame. We don't have like a proper rock bar, like you or like a rock like place you can go. Like we don't have one of those, but that would be fucking cool. Cause I'd be in there every day. But yeah, like I was saying, all the venues here are quite versatile. So, you know, there, there's the Green Door Store, um, the Hope and Ruin. Um, where else? There, and then there's like bigger venues like the Concord and then Brighton Dome, which is basically like an arena. And then like Brighton Centre, which is again a massive venue. Where else is there? I'm, I'm forgetting loads. Prince Albert. Oh, yeah, Prince Albert. That's like a pub with like. That's a diner here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one though. Yeah, we have a Prince Albert. You can't play shows there, but there is. <laughs> Dude, if we could though, I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I was just. I was gonna say when. Uh, when we were kind of talking down on the Richmond Tavern there. Because if you guys are ever in London, we will get you a, a show at a better venue. Yeah, that. yeah. So we won't stick worry. you at the tavern. Don't worry. Bro, well, look. you know, there's a place called Call the Office that is like. It's like the perfect, it's a total dive bar, but in like the most rock and roll pl- or way. Dude, Queens of the Stone oh. Age played yeah, there. Yeah, Queens once. of the Stone Age played there in like the 90s. The Radiohead played there. Radiohead, wow. like all the, Yo. it has like this history. Sick. And uh, it's kind of funny. There, we got new management like shortly before the pandemic. And one of our buddies, Riley, came in for a show one time and he was like, dude, this is like, the floors are clean here. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, like, like nothing had been cleaned for like decades. Yeah. Oh my god, place. you can use the bathroom here yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's like, crazy. God forbid you need a stall at this place. Like, Ooh. there's no doors. <laughs> I did it once. I did it dude, once. That's dangerous. Yeah, it was. That's a, I went and got tested after. <laughs> that's like a power play, though, isn't it? If you shit in a stall with no door, that's like a. Absolutely. That is a power. It had a door. I had to hold yeah, it closed. Yeah, yeah. Especially right before your set. Yeah. You got to do it right before no, your set. That was exactly what happened. And then whoever. That's exactly what happened. Whoever. I had to hold it closed. I was also in like a full floral leotard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not joking with the leotard, by the way. That's yeah, fine. That's, not, that's a no-go for me. Mate, Craig Craig used to sing in this in this awesome like blues band. But yeah, dude, he had a, he had a floral leotard that he would wear all the time. Yeah, nice. hair down the middle of my back. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you guys a photo. Yeah, we'll something send it to you. Please yeah. do. <laughs> It sounds that pretty sounds crazy. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I feel like we would have taken off over there, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. for the fact they don't allow leotards. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You guys have a no leotard policy. <laughs> you should have just made like... Gotta so- work on that, Whoever guys. walked past, you should have just made like solid eye contact with them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just to just to let yeah, yeah. just to let them know. Yeah, it was a bit of a character. It was yeah, it was a bit of a character. Like I could probably get away with that kind of shit. Just being like, "What are you fucking looking at?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you you want to get a fucking four inch heel up your ass? <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Yeah, I was gonna. Oh, there's something else I wanted to make a point about. Oh yeah, I wanted to just we were ta- you guys were talking about Royal Blood earlier and. I think with this, they've been putting out a couple singles lately, and I think 
Royal Blood was a band where I I got into them like right when they were came out with like Out of the Black or whatever. That first album's awesome, and they they were a band where it was like these guys are either gonna be like the biggest band in the world or it's gonna flop after the next album. Yeah, like I, their second album was gonna be the tell. And they put out the second album, and it's like, yep, that's a much better version of what you guys did. <clears throat> and then now this third album that's coming out, absolutely what they had to do. Like, and that's kind of what you were talking about with continuous, like continuing the evolution, especially as like a rock band. It's like, are you going to keep putting out the same stuff over and over again? Like, eventually that's going to get boring. Or are you going to like now they've got this cool like disco thing coming out, and it's super badass. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, we were. When we got played on a radio, BBC Radio One for the first time um, in England, we, uh, I think we got played just before track of the week, and that was um, Troubles Coming, Royal Blood, and we'd been listening to that song like for the last two weeks, I think, before we got played on Radio One, and we were just like, like all three of us were like, it absolutely slaps. It's such a good song. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then our song finished and then that came on and we were like, shit, that's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> like literally yeah. straight on, <laughs> straight on after. We were like, that's fucking awesome. But, um, but yeah, we, yeah, that, that whole moment for, um, yeah, that whole moment for us was, was pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think that they're doing it right. Like they're doing it right. I'd, I'm really excited to hear this album. I have to say because, yeah. The, have you heard? Is it Typhoon, the second one that they've put out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a tune. That's great. That's too. a tune as well. Yeah, it's just like absolutely. It's just it, it's kind of annoying as well in a it like not in like a not like a horrible way, but it's like it's like I'd love to be a fly on the wall in a in a writing session. Do you know what I mean? Just to like absolutely, yeah. just to like see how they write these things because they're fucking talented guys like talented songwriters talented musicians wicked live like you know it's good yeah so yeah yeah caleb and i have both seen them at least twice now. i've seen them twice but they were uh they were opening for queens of the stone age forever and i saw them on that tour that they did a couple years ago i saw them twice and so good live yeah so good yeah, yeah. they're pretty crazy i've seen i've seen a good handful live as well they they're pretty amazing there's also I know on the next album, like the one that's coming up in a couple of months, there's a song that they've they were playing live for about a year called Boilermaker, and I don't know if you've like checked out any YouTube videos of it, but it's it's mental. Yeah, no. I would have heard it, but I yeah. gotta look it up now. I actually they were on um, Ali Hagendorf's podcast, who like there's like yeah. they had a rock of Spotify, and they're saying that there's a song on that album that Josh Hame produced too. So wow. that's fucking awesome. Mm. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, man. Dude, that would be a yeah. dream. I want if Josh Hama could just produce 30 seconds of a song of mine one day, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That would be pretty Yeah. pretty sorted. I've yeah, we always oh, have yeah. this this discussion and like how we'd love who like our dreams are opening for and like playing with and going on tour with and stuff which, you know. I mean, they're all different, but mine would definitely be queens of the stone age but then i'm always thinking yeah, but then i'm yeah. thinking like you know that old saying like you should never meet your heroes because what <laughs> if they turn out to be horrible but i just don't think i don't think he would be i really don't think he would be at all because i've seen like 
Apart, have you ever seen that video where he kicks someone in the face? Have you ever seen that video? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, the cat, yeah. the the photographer lady. No, yeah. no, no. Like a gig, like at a show, someone like <laughs> a different time that he kicks like, someone yeah, in the yeah. face. Throws something at him. I think it was a photographer. It was a photographer yeah, in was the audience. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, no, there was there was a yeah. He kicked a photographer. Oh yeah, yeah, and he was like, um, pick him up so I can kick him in the fucking head or something, and then like, oh no, that is a what? different. That's like an old one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's an old one. Where he? Oh yeah, that's another one. That's a festival one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember that At festival. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. he's kicked obviously, and then I don't know his personal life. Shouting at him, and, and it was like pretty fucking brutal. Like, he was shouting at this person, and I was thinking, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, he seems like a nice guy, but now I know I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. that. I would also be afraid that he would think I was like boring. You know what I mean? Like I'd show up, like, and he'd just be like, "Yeah, fucking whatever. All right, I'm gonna go uh, hang out with like fucking Dave Grohl or something." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just man. just yeah. keeps checking. I mean, I don't, I don't know him personally, but I will just say like, cocaine is like a very tricky drug. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Sure. yeah, I would, I would be inclined to agree. Yeah, I would likely yeah. agree. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, we kind of have a. Uh, uh, or like I don't know if, I don't even know if Craig knows this story but we have a recording studio here in town called Emac and one of the uh, one of the engineers there Mac Grady who was also a prof of mine huge Queens of the Stone Age fan and I guess they had something set up that when Queens was going to play at the arena here they were going to do like a live session kind of thing at the studio so I guess I guess like Josh needed this like very specific synthesizer and Grady spent like days trying to hunt down a synth- this synthesizer Finally finds it, gets it to the studio, and then Queens doesn't show up to the session, right? So then, but they had like backstage passes or whatever to the to the show. So they go, and then Grady's like, "Hey man, like, missed the session today or whatever." Right? And Josh was like, "Oh yeah, sorry man. Like, we were pretty fucking hungover." <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't uh, can't blame him. <laughs> I just thought that was that's kind of a funny little angle. Also, can't say I could afford that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dear God, just pay the man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Holy shit. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, but I think like too, if you're if you're meeting him in the context of like your band is opening and you're killing it every night, that would be much different than as like a fan. Oh yeah. I yeah. think I'd be too yeah. nervous to just meet him as like a yeah, fan. I, I and would, be like, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do hey, that. Man. I wouldn't want to <laughs> meet him that. as a I've fan. Met, I've met like local musicians as a fan and I've felt like an idiot. <laughs> you, you should, should jam. Uh, I guess, you know, it's probably time for, we do a segment called You Should Jam where we like to put our guests on the spot. And uh, now Craig and I b- want to talk to you guys before we go about some local musicians that you guys like. But we'll just throw it to you. Anything uh, that you want us to hear that you guys have been digging lately, uh, just just throw out some suggestions. I mean, um, I mean, something that came out today was um, I don't know if you guys know the band Loathe. No, they're like this. Oh, you'd love them. Pretty like love them. You would. Yeah, they're yeah they're fucking sick. Uh, they're they're sort of like imagine like Meshuggah mixed with Dillinger Escape Plan mixed with Deftones. I knew there was a hardcore fan of this yeah. motherfucking band. <laughs> oh Hell yeah, me, yeah, me and Jed for sure. Literally, we, we <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. It's all we jam. But yeah, but weirdly enough, so yeah, that I've been listening to a lot of them recently anyway. But um, and they're a British band from Liverpool. But uh, today they uh, it was like the one year anniversary of their second album, so they released like a. 
they were selling it as like a continuation of the second album but it's like it's like half an hour of like ambient music and soundscapes and stuff and that's been like really like nice and chill to listen to but also mainly just because i have also been listening to so much of their heavy stuff recently so maybe it's nice to just give myself a break yeah (laughs) but um yeah other than that um again not really rock but there's this um uk grime artist called dave he's pretty big over here i don't know really what he's if he's got any presence in north america but but i've been listening to a lot of dave nice that's nice. a great, that's a great name. name yeah <laughs> I love it. yeah he's just like his name's dave so like, yeah i'm just calling myself dave Fuck yeah i would i would say uh something i've been listening to loads of recently is there's like a math core band that i heard on this i can't remember what radio show it was on it was like a much smaller one like a local one that we were on a little while ago and the song hold on try and find the name okay cool so the band is called eat your own head and the track is called poltergeist it is it's so sick it's like a fuzzy like grungy math core kind of thing it's fucking awesome like 100 percent recommend those guys nice Right. I like mathcore. I fuck with that shit yeah, sometimes. Big. I'm like standing in the middle of like a factory floor and I just start fucking moshing <laughs> it hard. <laughs> start throwing hands. Fucking Jeremy has oh, no God, idea what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Man. I'll be checking those out for sure. That's awesome. All right. He's limbered up. Is he ready to go? Ed, <laughs> what kind of suggestions do we got, buddy? <clears throat> well, <laughs> um, I've been listening to uh, a lot of Ghost Domain recently because um, he dropped okay. dropped a new album. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to that, uh, you know, just to relax. And then, um, (laughs) and then, uh, there's a British band called Kid Capici, um, who are doing really, really well at the moment over here. Like, uh, they just, I think they were on Kerrang radio the other day. Um, but they're like friends of friends of ours. So, um, we haven't actually had the chance to meet them yet. Um, because it's been locked down, but, um, we're friends with a band called Snakes, who are also sick. They're like a two-piece, uh, well, they're a two-piece punk band, a uh, three-piece punk band, um, based in Brighton and Hastings. Um, and uh, Kid Capici are friends of them. Um, but yeah, they're smashing it and sick. Like, so, so good. Again, kind of like a punky, uh, oh, I don't know. It's yeah, punky, it's just nice. it? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think it's sick. I'm though. trying to think who, who they sound like. But uh, yeah, they're just sick. Like you should just check them out. They're wicked. Yeah. Wicked. I think I saw a thing like they so they just <clears throat> released their album, I think it was like yesterday or something. Um but like a week or so before, they were like apparently their their pre orders and pre saves have like put them in a position. And again, these are like proper like pure punk. Um the like the numbers projected on their like pre-orders and pre-saves they're like projected to get like number one album oh wow god damn which is crazy yeah like not even like rock chart i think i remember seeing something that like they they could get the number one uk album mad damn it's really weird to think mad 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 dude and people are saying that that kind of music is dead it's not dead no it's not much alive no it's not i mean look how big idols are yeah 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 no doubt dude honestly like Man, I actually that's funny. I the first time I heard of Idols, I was watching. You guys ever see those? Like, watch those NPR Tiny Desk sessions videos? Oh yeah. That's the first time I saw Idols, and I was like, "Who the fuck are these guys in this <laughs> office building?" I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, they're, yeah. they're just like blaring out these little like pl- like practice amps in yeah, an office. Yeah. 
Well, because they usually have like folk artists and doing that stuff, right? And then you yeah, just it's like fucking, folk and soul. And, like, <laughs> you go jazz. from like Chance the Rapper to Idols, and you're like, holy shit, Dude, what I'm is gonna, going on? I'm gonna right tell now? you right now, the best NPR Tiny Desk performance is actually by T Pain. Really? Yeah, yes. T Pain. It's just him and fucking Keys, and he's incredible, dude. Oh, nice. It's so that. good. You got to check it out. Um, I, I I've seen it. I agree. He is yes, hundred percent massively underrated. Back, he is like hell yes. It's so funny because like obviously he sings a lot of tune, like so heavy on every song, but he is like a fantastic singer. He's an incredible R and B singer, dude. Bassist, man. Yeah. We're on the same fucking wavelength. <laughs> we, yeah, we know. We we're in the back listening to everyone else. Yeah, man. Fucking, you got it, man. All right, I've got I've got a trifecta of you should jams for you guys that are all oh, Canadian since you okay. guys hooked us up with some UK stuff. Um, and I'm going to personalize them just because okay. I think, okay. I think I know the tastes of these guys okay. by now. So Jed, I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys, but single mothers. Yes. Good hardcore punk yes. band. Yes. <laughs> From London. Fucking. Um, I was going to say in my first ever band when I was like 15, we, we covered a single mother's song. Um, dude, fucking ages. Dude, ago. we're best so, yeah, friends already. This is fucking sick. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, fucking single mothers, dude. They fuck. That's awesome. Uh, Andy, man, I bet you like pop. Do you like pop? I, I like a bit of pop, yeah. I dude, do like hell yeah. Fucking, these aren't even suggestions. It's <laughs> no, just yeah. like, hey, you know they're this like, fucking They're band? like, these guys are fucking losers. Dude, we they know, know these it. Bands. They know it, man. <laughs> so I guess, well, fuck, I was going to give this one to Ed, but I guess it's for all you guys if you haven't heard of them. But the Dirty Nil, I'm sure they've I mean, gotten I mean, over there by now too, right? There's probably no Dirty Nil. Who, sorry? Ross? The Dirty Nil. Dirty nil. Oh, that dude, I'm going to break their dirty nil cherry oh, right dude. now. Okay, if you guys like Pup, you're going to like the dirty nil. <laughs> yeah, you're going to love the dirty nil, man. They're like the greatest rock and roll band of all time. They're very, they're, they're in the same vein as Pup, where they've got that punk edge to them and shit. Uh, and, th- dude, they've even got some, like, fucking, like, hardcore breakdowns going on in yeah, the new yeah. album. Uh, but I think you guys will really like the dirty nil. Isn't Ross in Single Mothers? Ross was in Single oh, okay. Mothers, yeah. Dude, I'm pretty okay. sure all of the Dirty Nil was the backing band for Single Mothers wow. for well, one tour. So Sick. Jed's got the start then, he knows. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> they're all they're all in the same fucking vein, man. They're all Hamilton fucking GTA area. Yeah. Sweet. Looking looking at them now, the the album artwork for Higher Power is looking very familiar. Dude, so yeah. I'm sure like someone's whacked it on at some point, like, you know, just chilling out. Yeah, the they've, stuff. they've been across the pond once or twice. I'm pretty sure they oh, actually fuck. they actually opened for the Who at oh, I think really? I think fucking Leeds or something like oh, that. Oh wow, there you go. Whoa, yeah, um, that's their that's their big one because I know Luke's a fucking huge Who fan. I mean, that would just be sick, no that matter who sick. you are. Yeah, that would be <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> sick. yeah, man. Um, well, could you throw us some uh, throw him some uh, throw? Oh my god, let me retry that. <laughs> Limber <laughs> up, yeah. yeah we're like an hour and I come on, man. Good to go. Come on, you can um, do it. I believe in you. Some, some other uh, some other local bands that you guys you guys are friends with or whatever that you think uh, the people should know about as well. Just us. Should we all do one each? Do you think? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Works for me, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let's whatever do one each. Got. Yeah. Um. Mm, oh, you're gonna have to circle back to me again. Sorry. Okay. He's got to limber up yeah, some yeah, more, yeah. dude. <laughs> more limbering. Right, Jed, you go first. Uh, bands that we're friends with. I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot in Nala for the band that we're friends with. We're yeah. quite close with them. Andy used to live with the members of Nala. Yeah, I yeah I've I've known the singer since college, so I've known him for like coming on six years now. Like, and we've been like they're super like close yeah super super time. dark super riffy. Um, yeah, you guys would probably really really like them. Um, 
Yeah, G-N-A-R-L-A-H. Nala. Sick. Nice. Oh, you know what? I think Josh actually sent me one of their songs too. Holy was shit. it Slave by any chance? Because that got yes, re- like like their their more like most recent three singles have really popped off. But Slave was like the first one. Like I really did big on yes, Spotify. I, I believe that's right. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Small world. That's wild. It is a small world. That's crazy. <laughs> Dude, they yeah. got fucking single mothers. That's crazy. That is mad. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh. For me, I'd suggest, obviously, seeing as Nala's already been said, I'd probably go with um, our mates in a band called Peace and Protest. They're sort of like, do you guys know, like, Lower Than Atlantis? No, I don't think so. They were, like, big in the UK. They've they've split up more recently. Um, They're sort of like a mix of them and Biffy Clyro. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sort of like that kind of, like, heavy, a bit of, like, mathy stuff in there, but nothing too, like, twiddly-diddly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like really, really big choruses. Like, yeah, and just solid dudes. So yeah, peace in protest. Is he limber? That's yeah. the question. I don't know if he's limber. I ain't enough, got that you know? many. F- <laughs> I ain't got that many friends. Think about bands we've played. That was with, a joke. Right? Yeah. That was a joke, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm actually really popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I wish I was. I'm not really. Um, <laughs> I can't even count all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I wish I could count. <laughs> um, there is like there is a lot, especially also going like music uni. There is like a lot, yeah, man, to keep in mind. I don't know. Well, uh, oh Jesus Christ! Well, again, I've mentioned them before, but I'd say Snakes, the yeah. that uh, okay. punk band I mentioned earlier, they're wicked. Very, very, very yeah. good. Oh, right. oh no, no, Double no, pump for no, and another oh, one. Oh. Sorry, I just thought of another one. And there's another, another band, another punk band called Monarchist, and they're fucking awesome okay. as well. They're wicked. Okay. Um, yeah, like punk is punk starting to make a comeback as well in uh, in yeah. the Brighton ends. It's going really well. It, yeah, there is a p- very strong like punk. No, I want. I don't want to say like corner, but there's very much like a punk scene where like they're all mates and they all gig with each other like every other week yeah, right. obviously not now but yeah, yeah. Oh, we should probably wrap it up soon we can chat afterwards though if you guys got time yeah, man. um but is there anything oh, yeah, else sure. related to the band or or whatever that we should mention before we sign off here yeah new music uh announcements that are coming up anything you want to tease um yeah well we've got we've got a song another single coming out um in the next month or two uh obviously at the moment it's a bit kind of up in the air because of everything that's going on um but yeah we've got another single coming out we've got merch that will be available soon so we're going to be starting selling some hoodies some isla hoodies um so you can get them at some point soon over the internet which i've just figured out how to use um (laughs) and then um what else is going on nothing much like literally fuck all because of this because yeah. <laughs> like, of this i love it because of this pandemic like nothing else we'd normally be yeah. like plugging loads yeah. of shows but i mean you know just just jump on a plane and come over and like you know watch a show sometime if you can but um absolutely but yeah we're just we're just waiting for gigs to get back up up and running um yeah, we're we're getting uh, we've been talking to people about sorting out a tour, which will hopefully take place on at the back end of this of this year. So like September October time, all going well. 
Um, but that unfortunately, it's only a UK tour, not a US and Canadian yeah. tour, which would be the dream one day. But we're go- that's that'll be next year. We'll sort that out for next year. I think that's in the that's in the diary. <laughs> that's a like that's a big claim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go hard or- we're gonna i mean i'm down we were gonna go with it man. yeah we we're, were gonna yeah. we we're gonna go with it go hard or go home man that's yeah. what i say go hard or go home yeah, yeah there you go so but um but yeah so that's about it really i mean new music coming out hopefully gigs um and hopefully more of this kind of thing like getting on and having some fun on a podcast and interviews oh, yeah. and that kind of stuff you know anything we can I mean, do this was fun you guys can do this literally <clears throat> sorry whenever you want we can we will whenever you guys want let's do this yeah, yeah man. Hop fun. back on give us another update <laughs> yeah, yeah well, <laughs> well yeah i mean we could always you know like in another i don't know four to six months time we could jump on like, i mean we definitely need to keep we should keep in touch definitely and then in another Absolutely. in another six months or so we can have another catch-up see where we're all at and how it's all going for everyone that'd be yeah. really nice that'd be wicked Fuck yeah. yeah. In the meantime, Let's Talk and Don't Love Me are both streaming on, uh, I would assume, all platforms, but Spotify is probably the, the preferred one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Isla, you guys were great, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, yeah. guys. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you yeah. very much.